close your eyes. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, hi, my name's Regina. I'm the community manager here for TNW's editorial team, which means that I write and I edit and I also manage some of our engagement platforms like TNW Answers, which is our live Q&A platform, and our newsletters like our daily Big Spam. Um, so we're gonna be trying something a little different with this presentation. Um, Big Spam started as an experiment in community and engagement, so we've had our subscribers to Big Spam make our slides for us. So we sent out an open Google document out onto the internet um, so it gets a little disgusting. So if you're queasy with uh, eyeball stuff or blood or guts or anything like that, uh, just close your eyes. Um, so yeah. So when I started in 2017, this is what our daily newsletter looked like. Um, it was completely automated. It just pulled the top stories from the past 24 hours. It had quite a high subscriber count, but very low open rate and click-through rate. And it just really wasn't taking advantage of the fact that emails are interactive and because it's off-platform, they can look different than the site and they can sound different from the site. Um, so we scrapped it and we made Big Spam. <laughs> it's baby. Um, <laughs> so this is what Big Spam looks like. Uh, it's our, we call it our daily love-hate letter to technology. Um, every day it starts with an introduction where we talk about something that we've been thinking about or talking about in the office, like um, a meme or our addiction to The Sims or ASMR or Twilight or whatever. It's very loosely related to technology. Um, then we have a section where we include links to our day's past articles and we try to make a lot of puns out of the headlines. Um, we also have a favorite tweet of the day section, a commercial break section where we put ads and sponsorships. And uh, we always, we have a poll and we always end with a really weird GIF. So yeah, so again, um, we, this Big Spam has now been a year and a half old um, and we've experimented a lot. And so we, again, sent out this open Google Doc to our subscribers with this email. And um, we asked them, the first question was, what is Big Spam? And they made this. Um, so they said, uh, the tackiest newsletter I never miss an edition of. Um, a very cool asshole newsletter that provides me subjects and inspiration, helping me with my planning projects. Uh, the Big Spam brings together not just a portion of the internet, but the whole internet community. Um, and then a newsletter who said they'd send my girlfriend a t-shirt for her weird response and never did, which is a lie. Um, so yeah, so a year and a half later, we've learned some stuff for making a newsletter, and here is the stuff that we learned. Lesson number one, people hate change. Um, so when we switched from our old shitty boring newsletter uh, and created Big Spam, people panicked. Um, they, here were some of our earliest responses. Okay, thanks. Uh, sorry, please revert. Please unsubscribe me. Thanks, Peter. Get your shit together. Don't email me again. And what is this? There was also some nice ones, but they're boring. Um, so my favorite was from this guy who called us Las Vegas Casino. Um, which <laughs> leads to our next lesson, which is be a Las Vegas casino. <laughs> um, 
So uh, yeah, we decided early on that Big Spam was not gonna be for everybody, and that's okay. Um, we wrote this earlier, if one could sum up our aesthetic inspiration, it would be if someone aimed a lit firecracker at Microsoft Word 2007, and when the firecracker exploded, the sparks turned into kittens and puppies and puns about genitals. Um, so we embraced GIFs, uh, just Comic Sans fonts, lots of disgusting pictures and videos. Um, eventually, our very talented design team created a template for us uh, because we had ruined their reputation enough and uh, clipping our wings, but probably for the better. So that's what original Big Spam was and this is what it is now. Lesson number three, is subject line is key. Um, we all get a bajillion, quadrillion emails a day and we don't really open any of them. But if you got one that said pickle surprise in the subject line, you might open it. Um, so here were ours and our favorite, or ours and our subscribers' favorite uh, subject lines that we sent out this year. They include throw a tampon, uh, moths explained, a giant virgin, virgin in the sky, British people are on sale, uh, do gingers deserve recognition? Mel Gibson, and more. Uh, lesson number four is people love polls. Um, our polls are one of our most engaged with parts of the newsletter. Um, they're called ugly polls because we ask really ugly questions like, would you rather have legs for fingers or fingers for legs? Um, and also because our old template, we couldn't change the font and so it didn't match up with the rest of the newsletter so it looked really ugly. Um, but we just embrace it. Um, so we ask, we also use it to ask about the direction of the newsletter, like how long or short we should make it, which features we should keep, which members of staff we should fire, and more. Lesson number five is kill your darlings. Um, so our readers loved our poll, but they don't love everything that we do. Um, we, there have been a few features that we've tried out and our subscribers rejected. One of them was the Cab Jazzle Chronicles where we were growing weed in our office to product test a smart grower. And uh, we named all the plants after celebrities or weed pun celebrity names. Uh, and then we had like a bracket race where we had subscribers vote on their favorite ones and Audrey Hepburn won. Um, but yeah, our readers didn't really enjoy it as much as we did. Um, we also had an April Fool's Day joke where we took um, old novels, linked to them, and rewrote them as if they were modern tech news, but then I accidentally scheduled it for April 2nd, not April 1st, so everyone was really confused and mad. <laughs> and then we also had a horse friendship newsletter where we just wrote about people who love horses too much. Lesson number six is find your Deb. Um, so yeah, not everybody loves Big Spam as much as we do, and that's okay. Um, my own dad is subscribed, and he tries to convince me to stop swearing so much every time he reads it, but he still, he still opens it. Um, there was, so finding your Deb is sort of this idea where we, so we sent out the newsletter, a lot of people were mad. Um, there was one very sweet woman who named, named Deb who wrote back to us and told us how much she loves the newsletter and how she tells everyone she meets to subscribe to it. So we dedicated an entire newsletter to her and like she sent her a t-shirt and she sent us a picture back and then she became a meme in the office. And uh, so that's Deb. Um, this is by the way, what our subscribers, we asked them who they are to tell you who they are. And they said a Polish chipmunk, um, passively talented, uh, tall, 
things like that. Um, and so I think one of the main things with Big Spam is that it's really okay if it's not for everybody because having a more engaged and interactive community is a lot more important than just having a big one. Um, so yeah, uh, sorry, oh no, never mind. Um, <laughs> lesson number seven is money is king. So um, we have a commercial break section where we put ads and sponsorships from companies, but we also opened it up to our own subscribers. So our subscribers can send us a euro in cash to our office for tax evasion purposes, and we uh, will put anything they want in our newsletter. And so it kind of turned into a community message board. People have written in, Hakon from Norway wrote in saying that uh, he wanted us to post his SoundCloud link, which we did, and we made a picture of Bill Gates listening to it. Um, people have had us wish their grandmas happy birthday and their dogs and post uh, links to their freelance resumes and things like that. Um, so yeah, if, if any of you have a lot of money and want to advertise with us, let me know. Lesson number eight, confuse and disgust people and they will subscribe and engage. Um, so our marketing tactic for Big Spam has been really similar to how we do our subject lines, which is just big cries for attention. Um, for a while, we sent out disgusting gifts like the popsicle eyeball sucking one uh, with a subscribe link, and we got a lot of complaints, but we also got a lot of subscribers. Um, then we started turning each edition of Big Spam into a fake news tabloid cover, um, which did incredibly well because people shared it around and we grew thousands of subscribers. Um, final lesson is get people to do your job for you. Um, so I write Big Spam most days, but one of my favorite features of Big Spam is that I regularly ask other people to take it over for me. Uh, this can be people from within TNW who write about their passions and expertise for the day, like books, UFOs, uh, conspiracy theories. Um, we also have a monthly artist residency where we have a new media artist take it over once a month, um, like Omayeli Aranyeka, who took it over and she talked about designing black female characters in video games. Um, one day we sent out an open Google document to our subscriber subscribers and asked them to write the next days for us. It was very wholesome. Uh, and that's also what inspired this presentation. So you should all subscribe to Big Spam because you won't find another tech newsletter like it. Um, we're experimenting still, and we also have other newsletters that are turning into their own experiments, like uh, Chainmail, our blockchain weekly, and uh, Ladybits, our uh, Women in STEM monthly. And uh, yeah, we have to end with our tagline, love you mean it, that's it. <laughs>